Okay, so this is a very personal message that I decided to share only in the Panimi groups. It's not about me, but it's uh, something that happened to me that I believe everyone experiences. And because it happens to men and women alike, I put it, put it into both. I put this, if you notice, sometimes when there's messages, you have the speed. Over here, you don't have the speed. And very often people are talking, why don't you give shiurim so that you could speed it up? And it's a valid point. And the answer simply being, I spoke to IT people, I need help. I need to save these and store these shiurim. And if I record straight into WhatsApp, I could get the speed that I could give it over and you'll be able to go faster. But I don't know how, and I asked IT people, how you save that into an SD card? How do you save that into a computer file? Once I have a clear answer on that, and I know how to save those type of files so that I could save the shiurim, then I'll start posting shiurim that have the speed so that someone who's used to it, they can listen to it quicker. So I give a 20-minute shear, and they're used to listening it to 1.5, you know, it'll get shorter. Some people could actually listen with two if they get used to it, and that 20-minute shear could be a 10-minute shear if they don't have time. But I'm, I can't do that yet because of the, you know, because the recordings to keep it, and this one I, I feel I want to keep, that's why it doesn't have the speed. So bear with me, and I just want to say something here. So what happened was, it started two years ago, the Shalom Bayes things, I had no idea it was going to end up being what it ended up to be. No one was more shocked than I was. Not being a Rav, not being a therapist. Somehow, there's a reason I volunteered earlier, so I collected, I knew a lot of this material, I had to research, a lot of hard work. It was a mixture of, on some points, I was very, you know, I, I can't, I have to admit, I enjoyed giving it over, I enjoyed learning the material, and very enthusiastic. There were some tkufas that were more difficult, and in the beginning especially, and Baruch Hashem Rav Kahan came in, because there's certain things, you know, I had to be careful, halachically, hashkafically, and 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 because I wanted, my, my goal was to be as open as possible, but not chas violating any type of halacha, but I felt it had to be extreme, a lot of leeway in the way I talk, otherwise it's not going to help people. If I'm too, um, you know, dis- cryptic. People won't understand what I'm saying. But nevertheless, uh, you know, they're gedarim, so I need that guidance, and Baruch Hashem, I got it. Um, and what happened was, over time, Baruch Hashem, I was able to do shiurim in advance, meaning that um, when when I gave the shiurim, I went ahead, but people go ahead maybe two weeks, four weeks. Something came over me, it was in Tzmin HaShemayim, where I had special siyata deshmaya, and a lot of material came up at the same time, and 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 just I, Hashem gave me these. I don't know how I was able to do it, even because I had a full time job and I was up four in the morning and at night. But somehow I was able to squeeze out that I was uh, like three months advanced ahead. I didn't know why, what, when, and where. And, and then I, you know, but what happened very shortly afterwards, and it's something that I, you know, you know, my family. I have no right to reveal in Yanim that happens privately with other people, even my own family. And whatever happened, there, there, there was in, 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 in uh, certain matzav, in certain situations and things that, that I, I was in a difficult matzav. So in that difficult matzav, I had trouble concentrating, trouble learning, and so on and so forth. And that kufa lasted for 
about eight to ten weeks it was. During those eight to ten weeks, I had trouble concentrating. I couldn't give not one shear. So it's a muzzle because if I wouldn't have if I wouldn't have prepared so far in advance, then and, and then this would have happened then, then there would be a point where there would be no more shear and I would have been forced to announce we're taking a little sabbatical, a break. Uh, I don't know if we'll continue. We may, we may not, and use the shiurim that I hear, and so on and so forth. I was just about to do that because I said I didn't see how I was able to do it. I couldn't, couldn't mamish, uh, even articulate a shear. It was like the most unbelievable thing. It was under whatever. There was there was a lot of things going on, and it happens in tukufas in life that that happens. So anyway, even the marriage book when I saw it used to like be catch my interest, you know, what could I learn from it, this and that, and here I, I, I couldn't even look at one. I don't know, what it, whatever it was. Slowly, slowly, Baruch Hashem, things straightened out, and things got better, and then I was able to get back at it, and and continue. And the Ashkacha Pratis of me being so far ahead, if this was Bashar to happen, was, a, was, was Menashemayim. And also the fact that I was Baruch Hashem able to get back to it, because I thought that it wouldn't be Shaykh, because at that point, I, Mamish was incapable of it. Mamish incapable of it. So I'm first going to tell you the lessons I learned and why I'm telling you this. The lessons I learned from this is like this. Baruch Hashem, I have to say that I worked very hard not to take any uh, personal, you know, like it's me that to get the credit to give the shiur, because I am just a malakit, I know it comes from Hashem, and the truth is, even before this happened to me, I believe I knew that too, and I believe that it, it wasn't that I was like full of myself, that Hashem had to show me, you know, I want to show you something, you, you think you're great, you're not. I don't think it was that. I don't think it was that. I think it was more like, I want to give you a deeper awareness. I think you know that it comes from me, but I want to give you an even deeper awareness. So what happened? He gave me a matana. At the time, I thought it was the worst thing in the world. He gave me an eight to ten period, a week period, where he took away my seichel. Now, of course, I functioned. I went to work and I daven shachris and I opened up a sefer. But I could, I had a trouble learning, frankly, too. I had trouble reading, frankly. I was just, it was an exhaustion thing, you know. And 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 you know, a lot of things happening at once. But mamish, it was really for me you know, a, a real, like, like scary thing. Then I realized, though, what Hashem was trying to tell me is, in a nice way, you, 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 you Baruch Hashem, you know, whatever you have is from me. Whatever you have is from me. Whatever you're able to give is from me. The only reason why you're doing this is because Hashem decided for, for some strange reason that a regular non-rav, non-therapist should be doing this stuff. Whatever the reason is, that's what it seems like he decided. Otherwise, the siyat shmaya that the Ashkacha Pratis, which some I could say, some I can't, it's just unbelievable, wouldn't be. It has to be that way. But nevertheless, as this was going on, Hashem Mamish took it away. I was incapable, and I'm not exaggerating, incapable of giving a single shear. Like my mind was closed off. I, I couldn't look, whatever. Hashem was telling me, you know something? It's all, it's a gift. It has nothing to do with you. And then when I got out of it, it gave me a deeper awareness of that. 
that it is a, a, a it is schus Hashem had Rachmanis on me to give me a little bit of a schus to help the klal in some way, but has nothing to do with me because in a second Hashem could take it away. It's also a lesson if you misuse your gifts. Now I'm not saying I didn't misuse. I, I retrospected and I thought to myself maybe. And I looked back at some mistakes I may have made or I, I, I maybe uh, uh, something I did wrong or whatever it is that, that Hashem is telling me, I'm not happy with you, I want you to stop. And I really thought that for a long time. I was considering seriously stopping. I said, maybe this is Simim and Hashemayim, that I'm not supposed to be doing this anymore. Hashem is saying, I'm not happy with you. But as I got out of it, I realized that that was not the Kavana. That was not the Kavana. Hashem was saying, I want you to continue, but I want to teach you a lesson that you need to learn. And this gave a mamish a deep awareness. Every time I give a shir now, I realize I can't open my mouth with Hashem without Hashem telling me, I'm letting you open your mouth. And that's something that I learned. The reason I'm telling it to all of you is, all of you will or have suffered from challenges. While you're in that Nisayan, sometimes it's extremely difficult and you don't know why it's happening, you can't figure it out, or you think it's a punishment. You see, this thing over here is very easy to say it's a punishment. I may have done one thing wrong or two things wrong or three things wrong. Maybe I spoke with someone disrespectfully or, or not with the right respect. Maybe you know I should have done more, whatever the case may be, and I thought this was like a punishment. Looking back, I realized it had nothing to do with punishment. If I made mistakes, everyone makes mistakes, and you that's what tshuva is. Hashem is saying, I don't want to knock you. You learn it, and you correct, and you grow. But sometimes you go through things that you don't understand to help you acquire certain sensitivity or some lesson. So while you're in a matziv, it's hard to um, appreciate it because it's painful. But what you'll see every time you go out of this matziv, after you get out of it, you'll realize looking back that it gave you a deeper awareness, a deeper understanding, and a deeper ability to help others. So I just want to tell everyone, whenever you're in a matziv that seems like it's hopeless, you never, never give up, and you never ever assume that this is what Hashem wants long term. Never assume that. Always Always remember that it's just, it's hard, we don't understand it, but sometimes you go through something and you'll go out on the other side and you'll be a better person because of it. And that is the lesson, because otherwise when it comes with these these insidious and you can't comprehend it, it's, 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 it's very difficult. So it's very important because some people, they have two opposite approaches here, but very often, sometimes when something happens to a person, right away they say, on themselves, because they beat themselves up. Now, sometimes it's just, first of all, even then, by the way, it's Hashem just telling you, I care about you, and and just fix this, and everything will be fine. Even if He's going to say it is that. We, ha- we have to put in our heads that He's not out to hurt us. And when we don't comprehend it, it sometimes it's difficult to understand. But that is the truth. So anyone who goes through rough tkufes, or whatever it is, and there's another thing also is Hashem gives everyone the ability. It's it's important not to get arrogant if you have certain talents or money or something that someone else doesn't have. 
at the same time, so you, so, so you, meaning you can't be arrogant about anything. Realize it's a matana from Hashem. If you notice you're more intelligent than somebody else, you're not better than him or her. The intelligence came from Hashem. He could easily take it away from you. If you have legs to walk, he could easily take away and put you in a wheelchair. And again, this is not a malicious, like, I'll show you type of thing. That's not how it works. That's called a This is more like an awareness. Learn to appreciate these things. Learn to appreciate these things. And you thank Hashem and you appreciate them and you're humble about it. Then you'll grow from it and then you'll fill your fullest potential. So that is the that I that's why I decided to share this and may HaKadosh Baruch help all of you should be healthy and well and um, again another thing I want to tell you also on one hand you have to go with your own natures on the other hand sometimes Hashem pushes you to go outside of your nature so for example introvert marries an extrovert the introvert has to force themselves to be more extroverted because they're married to an extrovert and the extrovert learns, needs to learn how to be more introspective because he or she is married to the introvert, and so on and so forth. Sometimes you're forced to go opposite your nature. This, what is being done here by me, is completely opposite my nature. I want to be anonymous, just give the shiurim, and that's it. I, I'm not comfortable with it. It's not because I'm an onov, by the way. It's maybe even a warped uh arrogant type of thing, whatever it is, go into that a different time. But I had difficulty with it. I, 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 I want to do it, be mashpia, but not be known. And what happened was, is that I, I realized it's EF sure, it's impossible. You want to be mashpia and help people, how are they not going to, if you want to give over a message, how are you not, how is that not going to happen? It has to happen, otherwise it, it defeats the purpose. So, this is exactly the opposite. This is what I was dreading pretty much all my life, to be honest with you. But this is what Hashem wanted. And But the purpose is really, for all for the only 200 or so, or I think 400 or so between the two groups that are listening, and it's not the other, whether 2,500 or 3,400, whatever it is over there, is because the Nakuda of it is, is not... The, the name, not uh, uh, like a, it has a haskama of something, whatever it is, although it should. But the idea is, is that the, the nakudas that really help and are effective and the more people you could help, you could help. 99% of what I say is common sense things that you all know in your hearts anyway. I'm not any wiser than anyone else. Because I realize this as I'm reading this. The honest truth be told, and it saddens me, is that if all of you, mamish all of you, would simply have been, when they were younger, exposed to certain material that their rebbe's or in the yeshiva system taught, and again, it's not bashing yeshivas, I'm not, this is not about that, I'm not getting political here, but just simply, or parents, whatever it is, basically an education on that, and, and not say it's below your dignity to talk about midos, it's not below your dignity to talk about kindness, about people stonewall, be careful, careful of that. People um, get defensive. You have to be mocker that. This, to them, is a joke to learn 
on a high level, that's that's special to finish a Masechta. And of course it is. But the basics, the Derech Eretz Kalmatari, and everyone says that, you know, you have the backs and forths with it, but the, but it really is true. Everything, Kamat everything, sometimes I come across a Chiddush. Truth be told, I didn't understand until I learned this, the difference but you, uh, uh, between the sexual nature biologically between a man and a husband regarding desire and how it works. I didn't know this. This is a yesoid. If people would know that very concept before they get married to recognize that their responses and everything are different, work in different times, and Hashem wants you to work together with it, and then it can become beautiful. And if you don't understand that, you'll get end up getting frustrated. It's such a common sense basic thing that if people are taught and they're learning this, they come into marriage and they know my body responds differently as a male than a female and vice versa. And now I understand. I understand where these differences come. And I also understand because I was taught maybe not too early. I'm masking. Maybe very, very close to marriage. I'm masking that too. But they need to know it. And in a very, very, very real way. And that will save so much Agamas Nefesh. So all of these things are simply two things. And I'm going to end off here. Number one is, is that many have told me that if I would known about this, I wouldn't have had so many problems or I wouldn't have been divorced. If I would have simply known this before. I, it wasn't focused and it wasn't emphasized. And if someone would have told me or taught me these things, my marriage would have been a, a thousand times better. I've People have said that to me many, many times. Another thing so they told me is the following. Till now, I thought I was all alone. I was thought I was the only man that had these problems with my wife or with myself or whatever it is. Wife said also, I thought I was the only one. A lot of people keep it to themselves, and that I understand. Some things are very personal. But the fact, what was a relief to them, is what I took. Again, it's material. It's not my own. It's material from life, from all of life. And they realize, hey, I'm not... It's not just me. Everyone has these problems. Okay, some more than others, the the degrees. But I'm not a freak. I'm not nuts. I have a personality. I have some issues I have to work on. Everyone does. But the problems that we have in our marriage, which we thought are only us, because I'm either a failure at a wife or husband, or my husband or wife doesn't know what they're doing, and they're bad people, and, and the other husbands really know what they're doing, and they're much better, or other wives, and so on and so forth, all stems from the fact that they did not know that it's a uni- a lot of these things are universal human problems. Once they knew that, it's not like they're happy that someone else also has a problem. It's not shot that. But they're happy that they're not alone anymore. They share in these things. And I still squirm sometimes talking as openly as I do. I squirm. Sometimes when I'm in it and I'm explaining something and it's important, I do feel that it's a healthy thing and I feel good about it. But there are many, many times where I, it's hard for me to speak this way. But you have to do it. You have to do it. And, 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 and if, if I, who is not a rabbi, not a therapist, then certainly the people that are trained, they have to do it. If that's what people need to hear, 
again, in a private setting, not in the first time. You don't put it in magazines, but it needs to be addressed. Anyway, spoke too long, probably. Baruch I hope you take that lesson with you. It should give you chizik and realize no matter what rough patch you're in, it will pass and you'll become a better person because of it. Baruch